Hello and welcome to A Day Of, a podcast about Biffy Clyro. My name is Simon Dowling. Album 5. We are halfway through, uh, disc-wise. The, the Mercury Prize-nominated Only Revolutions is named after a Mark Danielewski novel. The book tells the story of two protagonists from their respective perspectives as they twist and turn. I've actually, when I wrote the episode to read out, uh, wrote the, the line, I have not read it, um, but I have since bought it. Uh, it arrived I uh, read that you're advised to read... Basically, the the, the book is um, half of it's upside down, the other half's not upside down. So you read it, you flip it over, you read it, you flip it over. Um, you read it eight pages back and forth. And it is, um, it is a tough nut to crack. It is basically kind of free-thinking poetry. So I apologise now for um, any allusions to the book that I miss throughout the way that aren't just picked up by other people. Here's a quote from Jim about the book. It's a really interesting book. The nice thing is that it's a story told from two points of view and Simon got married last year and I think it's a love record in that regard. It's about his relationship with his new wife. A lot of it is about trying to take arguments from someone else's point of view and being able to see two sides of the picture. I guess a lot of it is about revolutions in life and revolutions in relationships and those sorts of things. Just the stuff everyone goes through at different points in their life. Reuniting with Garth Richardson on production and Andy Wallace on mixing, Only Revolutions embellishes the poppier shift in Biffy's work to include keyboard, theremins, strings, although this time provided by Beckstad, David Campbell, and then a Josh Homme guitar solo. It was recorded at Ocean Way in Hollywood, and Only Revolutions is a real power punch of an album. The album lingered in the charts for years, and it increased Biffy's radio appeal and broadened the audience in a massive way. Regarding David Campbell, Beck's dad, there is a brilliant section on the Voice and Electrical Noises bonus DVD of the strings being recorded, and one guy complains about how that golden rule doesn't have a consistent rhythm through it, it just keeps changing. That's our Biffy Clyro, a reminder that if laymen like me consider this album a clearer line to follow, even trained musicians don't. Storm Thorgerson again provided the artwork, reminiscent of his work for Pink Floyd with their single High Hopes. It's a red and a blue flag, and they represent the theme of the album, the unity of male and female, with the album loosely about Simon's marriage, as James mentioned. That is evident on a number of songs. I don't think it holds court over the majority of the album in the same way that Puzzle had that clear, unified theme of grief and loss. So track one, The Captain. Born of songs written from the puzzle era, Help Me Be Captain and Captain Sir, this version of the song that made it to the album is a bombastic seafaring bop. With a video that evokes Master and Commander and Les Mis, the song has a swing and stomp vibe that made it an undoubted single from Only Revolutions. Where living is a problem set the gloomy, aggressive tone that lies beneath Puzzle. The captain is here to make us feel jubilant and joyous as we embark on a journey through a much happier chapter of Simon's life. 
opening with a marching thud rising in volume before a drum tumble, a guitar riff and some brass hits with a woo, and our opening riff, as iconic as it is, starts. The guitar and trumpets drop away for the verse as it's just the bass playing this progression and drums keeping up that marching swing. The guitar plays a little high riff, there's the woes of the backing vocals bringing that seafaring shanty-like vibe, and the guitar bends us into the chorus. The brass returns in staccato beats, the drums keep that marching, and the guitar strums through our chord progression. After the chorus, we get a little brass solo before the second verse keeps the dropped guitar from the first, but adds an organ sound. The pre-chorus this time is just drums and some brass, there's no high guitar, and then the chorus returns. The post-chorus this time maintains the same progression as the chorus, the brass brought forward in the mix, and they climb and climb as we whatever death away before we return into that intro riff, slowing down with another tumble on the drums, and we're done. The music may have hints of the nautical, but beyond the word captain, the lyrics are more to me about a battle with fame and the expectations that come with that. Angels fall to the floor like they would if I was captain reads to me like he's talking about fans falling at his feet. Somebody help me sing, can anybody hear me? I feel like there may be a hint of inadequacy here, questioning whether this whole thing is real. The second verse seems more positive. The fire given birth may be Puzzle, a best-selling album. Now he is in control. He is the son of God and worthy of the praise, so fuck it, let's have a ball. The chorus I've approached from a few different angles and I can't quite grasp. I think I settled on it being about a willingness to adapt to fame but having to build a facade to maintain some sort of resilience, the crippled disguises that won't show what's underneath. When it comes to swallowing half an hourglass that caused the landscape to swell, there will no doubt be something in it, maybe about using alcohol to change one's mindset, but I don't know. Let's love Death Away, as it is in the booklet, although it's let's lock Death Away in a number of different places like Genius and Biffy's own website, it could again refer to puzzle, embracing grief to allow it to dissipate. It certainly works with this song being from the puzzle era about locking death away. Regardless, The Captain is a hit. It was a grower for me, but due to my affection for earlier versions, to be honest, love helped me be Captain because I'd heard it for so long. I remember hearing The Captain debut on the radio in the kitchen at my old work and singing along and my workmates being like, how can you possibly know the words to a song that is being played for the first time ever? They didn't know the depths to which my fandom sank, really. I'd been listening to bootlegs of Help Me Be Captain from a French show in 2005 for four years leading up to the release of the album. But now the captain rules. Stick it on when you're in the shower and you'll come out the other side so full of energy that you could punch rainbows. What an opener. Thank you for listening to A Day Of. My name's Simon Dowling. You can follow on Twitter at A Day Off Podcast and you can email adayoffpodcast at gmail.com and please leave reviews on iTunes or wherever if you fancy it. You can also send in voice notes at anchor.fm slash adayoff and you can also find links there to the podcast on all the different platforms. Again, thank you for listening.